Welcome to my shitty podcast, so shitty it's only got one T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for telling a friend. Uh, thank you guys <laughs> for everything that you do. I also want to thank uh, <laughs> so many thank yous. Uh, Humble Blades for uh, letting me sit down, interview, kick around some uh uh, of the inventory and get to see like the whole shop and uh, the inner workings. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was super informative and I had a great time. Uh, if you guys want to check out Humble Blades, I've included the link uh, on this episode. So go check them out. Support your local artists. Support your local businesses and support your local podcasters. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, let's let the cat out of the bag. An easy feel. Uh, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? No? <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and yeah, you can take a rip, fucking drink a beer, whatever. I'm just happy to have you on, man. Cool. Um, and we can get started if you're ready. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cool, man. Um, why don't we start with just um, who you are and what you do for a living, what, what your name is, what you do for a living. My name is Chris Sophia. Everybody called me Kraf, and I'm a knife maker. Knife maker. That's awesome, man. Um, tell me about like what your day looks like. Whenever you get up in the morning, what time? What time does your day start? Uh, I'm good on mornings. I like mornings a lot. Mornings. So I like to get up kind of early, and uh, I like making uh, coffee. It's a big like ritual. Yeah, I'm um, the same. I can't. Well, I don't know. It, it's uh, I like to. By the time I get up, my days are so hectic that it's like, once I get up, it's you know I don't get my time back. So it's my time to think about you know inner reflection, planning, and, and it's just some calm time like that. But uh, my mornings are really about ritual with my coffee and my time for myself and uh, my dog walks with my girlfriend. Uh, every day we go somewhere very close not like we go on an adventure every morning sure but there's a few uh there's a few trails around here it's why we bought the house it's kind of like you know part of the lifestyle that uh, we both have and like and so that's where my days are is kind of like my my me time and my time for you know Kara. but it's really just we, we really like we just would take a walk and really for ourselves to yeah man you know this is before or after coffee uh, after yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wake up, have a cup of coffee, get the dogs. How many dogs do you have? We have three. It's amazing. Uh, it's I have squad. one. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's <laughs> danger dogs. I've had the luxury of meeting some of these beautiful yeah. pups. We have a. We each had a dog when we got together, and then we got our uh, the other one, Chappie, together a while ago. Yeah, Maybe about a year ago, we've had him. He's pretty cool. Three-legged pit bull. Three-legged yeah. pit bull, man. Yeah, melt your heart. I know. He was, he's he was good. A, yeah. He was the first character I saw when I was walking up. I was like, oh, who's this guy? <laughs> just chilling in the truck. Yeah, he's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, I would. I very much like to start my day not in a frantic. Uh, like, if I could roll out of bed, have a cup of coffee, walk the dog. And then kind of start work. That's my that's my idea. Of well, like a, it, it starts the tempo for the day. Yeah. And there's like you know I I'm not really, like this is really just coming to me now, but it's a bit of a control thing too. You're not like control, but um, 
you know, you set the timing and the pacing for the day, and then you know that it's like it's about you. It's about the the work you want to do, the the tempo you want to do, and and the the product, the metrics, and the results that you want to see. And and so that's kind of like verse. That's the approach that I had versus maybe in another life when I have or I would like roll out of bed and be like, oh, I'm either hungover or overslept <laughs> or just don't want to go. And I do something to my hair and do something to my hygiene and do something to my, you know, and I go <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like that, that, that's the difference in, in, you know, what I, I do. I mean, why it's so much more than knives and it's so much more than like anything about me, but it's a. Uh, the sort of idea that I can be myself, I can create this lifestyle and it's not like I created something that's false. I can literally just, you know, I'm trying to create a situation where I go through life being myself. Knives are a perfect thing. You know, I didn't know anything about knives or knife making when I jumped in, but uh, even like ever since I was a kid, I'd always be interested in knives. Like yeah. I'd be like licking the blade the, the wrong way at the yeah. dinner table. <laughs> and I remember my mom was like, you're going to cut yourself. And my uncle's like, no, nah, he's licking the back. He's smart. You know, like, yeah. it would, but like I knew what I was doing. I was comfortable around him. We grew up like in the woods. I would pretend like sticks were like every stick was a ninja sword or Absolutely. something like that. So yeah. I don't really make those sort of ninja swordy weapons. I like to make an heirloomy type like belt knife sort of thing, you know, very interesting and unique but I've always been just kind of like taken by like what they are I'm, I have this like hilarious joke that I'm growing my hair really long to grow pigtails to cut it <laughs> off with a katana that I make for a dude who said that I would never nice and man so like yeah I, I was thinking that'd be a good way to tell him that I fucking did it you know I had a do you know um Wu Chow and, and Swift's Attic mm-hmm. uh when a friend of mine um basically open, opened it up, whatever. And he, he grew his hair out super long. Um, and he wasn't going to cut it uh, until he paid off his investors. And he had like a person, I think he did it on the news too, uh, but he had a person come in and chop his, uh, his ponytail off once he paid his investors That's off awesome. for, for Swift's attic. <clears throat> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was kind of, I don't know, like a rad way to like, yeah, well, yeah, it's like a physical uh, passing of time, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the sort of thing. I mean, I've only been doing it since the we were having beers in the spillway at Barton Springs, and like I had gone like two weeks without shaving. I normally like you, and I <laughs> shave my head like religiously. Everything's the yeah. same. And, um, yeah, one link. That's yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> a lot easier and it's like you have a four-week bubble of acceptable <laughs> hair. Like that's a handsome guy from right when you did it, and then that one day you wake up and you're all scraggly, and that must have been the day. And we were, it was hot, and we were riding bikes and we were drinking beers. Yeah, and we were just like we just laughed about you know some things. Like it'd be funny if I grew pigtails, and you know, there's a lot of. I mean, it'll be years, you know. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to cut my hair within the week. I'm so tired of it. But <laughs> like, I'm going to check up on this. I reserve the right to be as whimsical as I can because, like I was saying, if it makes sense, like, I can walk through life just being myself now. I don't have to worry. I do have to worry about everything, about making money, about all the stuff involved with making and running a business and, moreover, teaching yourself an industry and a craft all, all the same. You know, there, yeah. it's, it's, been, um, it's been no shortage of areas to improve but there's just like people see you working on stuff and they want to help you so it's a cool thing to be a part of yeah uh you work for yourself you don't have to clock in anywhere well Uh, that's part of the luxury of being able to wake up 
slow, quote unquote. <laughs> it's funny. I, I mean, yeah, it, there's, there's, uh, I guess like the funniest way to think of it is like freedom ain't free, you know, there's the, the, the <laughs> yeah. ever, you know, like there's the sort of thing, like I was saying, I have a guy whose name is Aaron, who's been helping me out and, and I've committed to paying him $10 an hour and he's this incredibly talented uh, dude. He just reminds me a lot of me when he should deserve so much more than that, but uh, I commit to paying him. And then, you know, I commit to taking care of my dogs when I get one. And so one of them has to have, it's like the stupidest thing, like a teeth cleaning, you know, whatever. And so combination of those two things has me six or $700. Like, where does this come from? Where does that, you know, so when do I clock in? It was more like, when I clock out as I was uh, writing a little note to myself and I was like, if you can keep it, if you can, uh, I was like, if you don't work a 70 hour work week this week, you're completely (laughs) fucked. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like underlined it a couple of times and then it was funny because like I say that like every week and then I'm, and I also at the same time, I'm always like, but if I could just keep this pace up for another month or two, another week or two, you know, like a pick a tangible passing of time, but yeah, let it just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Where's that written down at? You write that down like in your bathroom. Yeah. I have a little notepad and shit. Not like I keep little things just like, uh, just was, uh, a very, scatterbrain i forget stuff and on one hand i think lists are the devil but on the other hand like i need to reference them because i'll write five hours of lists you know i'll write the most planned out methodical thing and within 20 seconds i change my mind in the first step and so it's all all but nil and time (laughs) is gone as well so it's like (laughs) you got i get you know you wonder then you're like great i worked fucking 12 hours today Six of them were for nothing or, you know, like, especially I work with my hands. I create a physical product when you take something and you accidentally destroy it or you basically you create a situation where you're, you're too proud in your craft to not to move forward with the project, but you can't sell it. It's not that anymore. And excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. Let it loose, man. We're drinking beers. That's another, another luxury of uh, kind of working for yourself. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, I mean, not, I mean, it is and it isn't because uh, then <laughs> True. you drink, you know. It's a double-edged well, sword. Yeah, one beer is always fine. Then two beers, you're like, oh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not. Or, you know, you, you end up uh, machines running, you know, like <laughs> I kind of, I mean, there's been a lot of times when I didn't have too much money or anything like that because of, of, of the, uh, the hard part was to, for a year, I had to learn how to make handsome looking knives. And that was really difficult. A lot of my stuff early, early on was, I mean, it, 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 it's nothing compared to what I can do now. And, you know, the amount of effort required at first is so immense and, and intense. And now it's just like, I'm just making a fucking like 12 inch, like barbecue slicing scimitar. Well, I was like, I wonder when this guy's going to get here. Yeah. Had 20 minutes. Like that's just kind of, I don't know. Got that far in 20 minutes. That would have seriously been like two days of work, you know, really? when I started though. Yeah. But, uh, everything like that whole shop is paid for by, um, like the last knife that I sold. It's all, I started carrying a vice clamp, like to a uh, vice clamp drilled to a two by four. And then I would clamp that into my, on the porch and just <laughs> file by hands and cut stuff with like a, the, the just the little battery drill and uh-huh. then just, connect the dots and like so on, so on it out. And then I got some, uh, I, when I, that was like, 
when I was pretty sure it was pretty cool. And then I went and uh, got a grinder, uh, just like one from Home Depot. And I yeah. was like, this will be, you know, like, <laughs> this is all I need. And then, you know, that's the hilarious thing about tools. Like, oh, we just need like one more thing, you know? Yeah, it's always but, one yeah. more tool. Right like, now, tool, like, and I'll oh, be man, a surface grinder or like a fucking <laughs> sandblasting cabinet, you know? And like, what so- the fuck is this shit? You know, like I used to be like, Drill bits? Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, man. thought it was so cool to go to, like, Home Depot every, like, day. And I'm like, motherfucker. Uh, That's one of the great things about the house. It's only, like, two miles away from a Home Depot on that, Howard Lane. That is a luxury, man. Yeah, um, I can choose Lowe's, too, but <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't know. <laughs> there is either, like, a Lowe's person who's, like, diehard Lowe's or a Home Depot person, diehard Home Depot. There's, you, you rarely find, like, a, yeah, I just go to whichever one. Well, it's, like, actually... A pain in the ass because I get they don't one of them doesn't carry the right saw blade and the other one has really expensive brass rod and it's like one of them's ten bucks for three feet of brass and the other one's three bucks for three feet of brass so that's the sort of shit where like oh, what I'd like to do is is just be aware to make good business choices and decisions but then you're like well what's my time worth you know like yeah. and that's one of the major things I made a, a big investment. Um, in a heat treating oven so I can, uh, I can process entirely, um, in my shop now without ever leaving. I don't have to pay anybody to do anything. I can take care of it all. And that was the sort of thing where I realized after a while I was pay- I had to work in huge batches. I had to buy hundreds of dollars of steel and spend weeks creating things ready and, and then you know hundreds of dollars in materials as well sandpaper is just so expensive and I use so much of it it's yeah. like not even a joke like so i mean i tape and sandpaper the number one like tape really yeah i use a lot of tape really we i'm making the the more i make knives the more i want to make um nice knives but also have some ideas and style about it but you know you nick it you scratch it you fuck something up Uh and then all of a sudden i mean it's it's a very you know it hurts you know as an artist as a craftsman as a as an analytical businessman you're like now i have defect you know like this is you know the integrity has been compromised yeah because you didn't want to do that and so um this is something that i've been doing a lot recently especially because you know like a fucking learned a lot of ways to not make a knife and um <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like you try and be clean and so you think you're gonna like you know you get glue on the blade and then you have to sand it off or it stains it. there's just all these things so have to um oh so you tape it first so you don't get glue yeah and, as, and a, as a protective measure just i, I gotcha. mean there, and there's and that's just one of many instances you know and doing it and using it but i mean you you go through a shit ton of tape. I mean, it'll yeah, it'll. You're like, huh, I gotta get more again. It's not like not going through like rolls a week, but you would think that you, you go through yeah more than. I mean, more than I wouldn't even think that you would use tape uh, up until this point. <laughs> That's but, what, right, yeah. right, right. We're coming from. The, I'm like, what the fuck do I need tape? Yeah, for? what do you need tape? I'm making a knife. I don't need tape. Um, that's great, man. <laughs> um, how long does an average knife take to make, uh, like start to finish? I say average, like your average, I don't know, classic chef knife. Probably uh, like 10 to 12 or 15. I mean, it, like hours, I don't know, it's super hard to judge and gauge because the more I make, I used to want to make them as quick as possible. And although what I like about that is that you can't rush quality, you can optimize your process, but ultimately, you know, 
handmade is handmade. And something that I've been doing recently is I've added about two and a half to three or four hours to the process and um, about 250 in tape and some sandpaper, you know, because (laughs) of what I used to do is take it off the machine and I would get it, you know, uh, mechanically good and flat and everything and work it up the grits appropriately and then I would dip it in acid and and give it a nice look and so it it, it did uh it did look very nice and had a lot of character to it but ultimately now I feel that like hand pulling with sandpaper and working you know like is the is the way and the look that my kitchen knives should have because you know I just I think that it's it's better. It's more classical now. And the the kind of part of thing with the acid was like not to hide any flaws and not to showcase them, but just to have them be there. And it yeah. was cool. And it didn't matter if it was imperfect or not because that was the sort of thing. And so now I'm a bit better in my craft and I'm not going for perfection. If there's still scratches and other things in there too, they make their way in as part of the process that's cool but overall i'm trying to bring the fit and finish up to a level where um you know i'm proud of it and and that it's it's been a constant progression with all of the stuff that i've done and and tried to do is to um not necessarily you know because it was really in in the beginning you're like like uh oh you just you can you can take any emotion out of the what you just made and look at a good knife and look at what you made and you can analyze you you know you can be proud of your effort but it's not a good knife and it's just that fucking simple you yeah. know and so um as a from day 1 professional knife maker you know it's kind of <laughs> like well uh like i was making some really dumb looking stuff and and that's the only you know like just cuz i mean I, it was more like, well, look what I did. And then it's like, no, 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 like, look what you have to do. Yeah. And that was really just to progress. And so as I've picked up uh, friends and followers, like, along the way, people come and they they have been with me. A lot, couple of people have been down with me since, like, the very, very beginning and other people, you know, as of recently. And it's always cool to see because some people expect me to operate on this like impeccable professional level and I'm like fuck I hate yeah I'm kind of still learning man yeah yeah and it's it's difficult but you know like uh I mean as far as pricing and everything goes I I think it's really I am uh uh I charge I think a fair amount but I deliver the I deliver the value you know and and my prices are based on research and people in my tiers and people above my tier and where I'm at and and below sure. where I'm at and I, I want to be priced competitively within uh, a group of about 10 15 knife makers that I think are incredibly talented you know like I'm one of them you know it's yeah. like no there's people there's a, a handful of knife makers that I've just been uh, constantly admiring and they have done stuff in my journey and my progression that I, that I've always admired. There's just like, you know, all those people. And so like, I obviously wouldn't want to price myself in a situation where I'm like stepping on their toes and also don't want to price, you know, or like it, the, I don't think prices, um, let's not talk about pricing. Right yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't <laughs> have to talk about pricing. If you want to check out pricing, well, I'll, uh, include, uh, your website, uh, on the link to this episode. Uh, and people can check it out on their own accord. 
fuck it. It's as easy as that. Like we don't well, need to talk about, but I like that. Like, I like that you go and like, do your research. Like, uh, in between these guys, like I'm, I fall about right here. Like yeah, I can, I can I'm honestly, I can sleep less, at night. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm not, there's like a, there's a funny, like, uh, there's, you know, so many, um, fucking whoever the, I don't know <laughs> what they say is like, you know, it's all lonely at the top of the mountain and all the shit. And, you know, you can't, you can get there, but you can't live there. And, you know, down in the bottom of the mountain is where it's all fertile and that's where everything is. And yeah. I'm like, well, there's beer down in the village, you know, like, so we'll go there. <laughs> we'll stop. The yeah. We'll stop, we'll stop there. But, um, it's important to want to get better, but you know, if you're the best, this like, you, I don't know, that's a lot of stress. That's a lot of, sure, you man, know, yeah, I'm that, thankful that I'm just like consistently mediocre, you know, that's, it, that's the way to go. It, it pumps, it pumped me up to like walk in. I got to see I had the luxury of seeing your shop. Like I get to walk into your space. Um, it's however you want to like set it up. You don't have to worry about like Ted coming in and like, Hey man, I put my drill bits right here. Did you move them? Like it's all it's all your shit. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's on your timeline. Um, I don't know. I think that that's there's a luxury to that being able to do that to stop and do a podcast. He's, he's <laughs> like, yeah, fuck it, come over on Monday, uh-huh. man. We'll uh, we'll record a podcast and uh, I don't know what's three sound good for you. Like, yeah, cool. That's cool with me, man. So well, I gotta get my morning in. You know, I gotta. Uh, I like to get a lot done by lunch. Um, sure. Set the tempo for. The next day, get stuff done, and the afternoon is about prepping for the next morning to, you know, get stuff done. But I'm also working and, and all this stuff too, so um, the afternoons are, are important. But I was just riding my bike, you know, like uh, yeah. with my buddy for lunch. Yeah. Because um, fuck it, you know, that's what's what you know. That's, that's life. That's the point. Yeah. Like you're you're living life. Like yeah. I've, I've, mm-hmm. Cause I want to have lunch with my buddy. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I, I hate to say it. it's like, well, I've paid my dues, but it's like, so I'm actually coming up. This is just under like to the day is like two years now, like that we're doing this. I was making so, knives. Yeah. I've never making a knife before. And now like you can, anybody can say whatever they want, but I just can be like, well, I've done it for two years yeah. you know, like on <laughs> yeah. my own. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter how much money I didn't have for how long, you know, just sure. like I, I can go in any situation now. And I can be fine. I can be present in my moment, in my mood, and every just like I, I know, I know who I am. I know there's always like everyone's like, well, I can get really angry and I can get shit done. And like actually, you just got really angry. Yeah. And you, because <laughs> if you can get shit done happy, you can get shit done sad. You can get shit done angry. You know, like yeah, you, you're you're the type of person to get shit done. So it's really just like fucking, you know, yeah. Like, uh, I have uh, definitely learned to respect my limits because, like, I'm all about this thing of like this this thing of benchmarking where you. <laughs> this is just a very simple thing. It's like, well, how tough was that? Did it kill you? No. Okay, great. Yeah. So there you go. That's a great rule uh-huh. of thumb. I yeah. Think. And then like, there's your good. There's your mark. You uh-huh. know. And so next time you're there, you know, like, hey, here you go. This is cool. Like, you're. We'll get you going. Uh, are you dead? Yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Cool, man. You're yeah. Like, good. Like, and you are dead. <laughs> well, then there. Like, that's it. Yeah, I got your mark. I've kind of got a general rule of thumb that's sort of similar where it's like, uh, did you fail? Like, yeah. Well, what'd you learn? Did you learn something from it? Like, oh, yeah, I guess now I, yeah, I did. I I fucked that up, but Mm -hmm. now I know not to, I don't know, fucking drop my phone in the water. I don't know what I, I don't have a specific instance where that happened recently, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think that's awesome to, to, 
go at life like that. Well, then, um, I think um, to the the way I did it was just jump in head first, and it was because that I wasn't happy with a lot of anything else going on in my life. Yeah, let's so, talk about that, like how you got into it. That's that's great. I was unemployed. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get another job and get fired. Not like oh, that was my plan. Like that was just what was going to happen because that's what happens. You know, like I would either hate it and quit or get fired or, you know, like, yeah, it's just all, it's just everyone I worked with was an idiot or an asshole. And it's like, you know, after a while, if the whole town smells like shit, you know, like <laughs> you have to check your upper lip. And definitely yeah. I had to like, uh, like burn off some shit, you know, like I just had to, you know, take myself out of everything for a while and I just didn't want to do anything. And I found myself working on knives way more than anything else. Like, uh, I wanted to do like a freelance graphic designing, illustrating thing. And I wasn't good at it and I wasn't willing to put any sort of time in to get better. I was just expecting to sit down and just like, like just, just knock shit out of the park and just like, you know, and I was like, no, it doesn't fucking work that way. So to put lots of hard work in stuff like that. But that's what I found was that this level of commitment that was required for all this stuff that I thought I wanted to do that had always escaped me was like, just like happening, you know, I was spending eight, 10, 12 hours a day standing, filing, um, like doing all this stuff, lots of physical work. And in addition to the physical work and the the mental like fatigue, it just didn't matter. It was like, I was like, no, I just got to get more done. I got to like get up to speed and, and, and all that. And so, um, I, I found very quickly that like I, I wanted to take a chance and a gamble and it's just kind of, you know, I'd grow it slowly as uh, best I could. I had a little bit of money I could live off of and uh, it was just enough to buy like a nice piece of equipment and afford myself to like to work for three or four months and just create the money and this like kind of loot juggling, ever changing ball of money that I, I sometimes is like really cool. And sometimes it's like, you know, you don't even really have to like worry about juggling it because, yeah. you know, but that was, um, it was all these challenges that I wanted and I was like, go fucking figure like, like the stuff I was never allowed to have any knives or swords or anything cool like that. When, oh really? Uh, like growing up? Yeah. My mom said no. And then she was like, no tattoos, no knives, no swords. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, now you, you bask in it. You got, <laughs> you got tattoos, tattoos all the way down to, to your wrists and, uh, a, a, yeah. a entire abode filled with just blades. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Don't tell me what to do. That's awesome. What were you doing before? What was your job before this? I was doing, uh, marketing and graphic design is like what I went to school for. Mm. I had a job before school, like in a, a trade house, uh, like a, like a trade show display house. They were just like working on a large printer and it was really cool to see that so young. And I went to school for that. And I, I like that whole thing, like walking around in a space and I, I try and apply a little bit of that to my studio and my room like it has to be a cool space because i'm not just some schmuck in his garage like i am in every sense of the word so fucking like you know just jerk in my garage making noise my buddy called it the noise kitchen for the longest time it was crazy a great up. noise i mean it's a great noise it's yeah. a great name yeah it was uh but it, it uh, i forgot <laughs> You're talking about yeah. walking around in the space, being a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it was, good. It was neat to, to uh, like that sort of, you know, 
experience for people was cool. And I, I think I took a lot away about how I want people to experience my my knives and my blades and my product. And I want them to, you know, I want it to be so much more than just a knife. I want them to like, you know, like say goodnight to it every night, you know? And, yeah. And it takes a while to do it. I mean, it really depends. Like, I mean, I said it takes about 12 or, you know, 12, 15 hours for a knife. And, um, it, it, it's one of those things. It's not like, I, I, I'm sure I could make a lot of knives, a lot of qu- quicker ways but there's this way that I do it where when it's all said and done it's just sandpaper and filing and I use a lot of specific and modern machinery to get to a very ready to get primitive state as quick as I can and that's kind of like a funny way to look at it or think about it you know like speed it up to slow it down but you know you get to a point where you want to optimize your your flow of everything but if you're cutting corners there's a big difference and when you cut corners product suffers and that's just like simply put people will pay people to figure out why their employees are unhappy and I'm like no pay your fucking employees more and they won't be unhappy yeah they're unhappy because they see what they have and they see what you have and they see what they do to give to you you know so I was one of the funny things I was talking about with my buddy at lunch on my you know <laughs> mountain bike ride because that's what I do because I'm my own boss and Walnut Creek's a couple miles away yeah, and he's his awesome. own boss too and it's cool yeah uh i was saying that there's a good chance that this dude uh although you know my money goes into my available profit rather you know like is very minimal but in the time that i've been doing this like this shitty little truck in the garage in the driveway i bought mm-hmm. that and this little tiny house like we bought that too so that's cool i've yeah. been making enough to pay my way all along but i was saying that the dude who works for me they're like i wouldn't be upset in one bit if the people who ended up working for me made more than me because I, it would be, I mean, it would be kind of difficult because I have this idea where after inventory is all like said and done, like they can make as a lot of money, but I just mm-hmm. get tiny residuals. So it's like, you know, one of those things where like, not a thing wrong with that. Man. No, well that's, that's the, that's the, the goal is to, you know, they can do or make as much or as little as they want, you know, yeah. and there's no like, Hey, I need to make a raise. There's just like, Hey, I can make a knife without you now. And so I should be able to make X amount because you charge this much. And I'd be like, that sounds great to me. You know, yeah. like you should, you should I'll, totally make that. I'll take 10% for you using my space or yeah. 20 or whatever the, whatever you set your, uh, your terms that I love that, man. I love that, that, um, I don't know, take on life. Like, I don't have to be filthy rich. I just need to be able to make my bills and I'm a happy guy. Like, uh, so if I have to get an employee and pay him, like you were saying, like pay him more than what I'm making, but I'm still able to do whatever, like I'm happy to do that. Well, there's like, uh, I, I think that no matter how much money you have, there's always somebody who's like 50,000 fucking times more rich than you. You're still like, right, yeah. you're still a, like a broke dick joke to somebody <laughs> yes. and it doesn't fucking matter. It's all so, relative. Yeah. yeah. So you surround yourself with quality people and create a lifestyle that you can responsibly afford. And that's like, like, I'm not like, you know, you got to put shit on your credit card. That's cool. You got a job. You got a commitment to that. You shouldn't not have fun. But at the same time, you got to wonder why, like, if you have a job and you can afford shit, why don't I have the cash to do this? And, you know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, Living 
living way below a sort of like means you know the past two years have just been like a hit because i've been like way too you know proud to talk about how broke i am and stuff like that like (laughs) oh it doesn't bother me at all because you know if i had you know it's like the second you like you know you see your cut or you that that's when it gets serious you know when you get hurt and you look at the injury that's when you're like oh my god people pass out they faint and everything so i've just been like it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's It's just a flesh wound it's all good you know there's nothing 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 really bad here but you know (laughs) oh man that's awesome um do you uh let's talk about cuts actually while we're talking about we brought up the word cut um how many times have you cut yourself? Uh, if I don't <laughs> cut myself at least three times a day, I've done something wrong. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure your hands are just like a fucking big callus. Uh, Always. It, they, I mean, open wound constantly. I don't know. There's like a imagine. couple key areas. Like on my knuckles that, I mean, there's calluses and stuff. Like you can see like those are weird you yeah. know, like places to yeah, be Yeah, very cut. unique cuts. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I have no idea where that big one came from. I was like, dang, my fucking knuckle hurts. And I was like, huh, that's a weird one. Yeah, you ever get the surprise cuts? Like, oh, I'm bleeding. Yeah. I have no idea when that happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, you gotta like rub it on like your, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Where's this blood coming from? I'm cut of, somewhere. A lot of cuts. Uh, well, not a lot of cuts, actually, because like I'm super careful about the blades, uh, I try not to sharpen them until they're all but done. I've done a lot of testing and what I think that a good knife should be, and I'm always getting better, so I don't feel super, like, compelled to test every knife or make sure it's sharp before you put the handle on it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because sharp knives tend to cut, and I don't want to get cut too much, so that's one of the things that I'll do. Uh, on the inspection and on its way out and then make sure it cuts how I like it too. But the geometry and stuff, I've kind of figured out what a good edge should look like and be spaced at and sized at and like thousands of inches and stuff like that. And then rolling it in, what kind of edge I put on it and how to put that edge on it and stuff like that. So Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm going to get a little space cadet on you. Um, I'm sure it's because I was fixating on like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do this thing. Uh, we're going to talk about knives. So I was just t- thinking about knives, knives, knives. Thinking about my, I've got a favorite knife that I use. Uh, it's just like a classic chef's knife. Um, and uh, it cost me a pretty penny, uh, which I was happy to pay for. But uh, last night I dreamt that it was bent. Mm-hmm. Like it was just had like, I would look down like the, um, I guess it's the spine, and please stop me if I'm using like <laughs> incorrect terminology. I looked down like the, the top of the blade, uh, and it was just like wobble. It looked like somebody had, I don't know, tried to like stab something with it, and it kind of wobbled. I don't know. That was, I remember just being so upset. Like, like oh, dang. No. what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm curious if you ever bend any knives. Does that, uh, does that. Yeah, Does that yeah happen? it happens like, all the time. <laughs> is it ruined, or can you like sharpen it out? Uh, oh no, it, there's all. It really depends on the s- severity of the wobble, what Fair. stage it's at, and everything. Um, uh, I have like when you're heat treating, you can get a wobble because you're shocking it, like the 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 knife basically when you're going from beyond critical temperature to a stable 
temperature and you're converting all the, the, the structure and like the grain of the metal, you, you know, like the, if, if you, I mean, this isn't something that really happens where I'm at with having, you know, practiced as much as I have and sure. having made, you know, the, like a, probably about like three or 400 knives by now, I think probably Fuck, like 350 wow. or something like that sounds in a good ballpark, you know? So it's kind of like, um. I mean, I'd like to have done more. I'd like to pretty much do that amount in a year. Um, but there's just also, you know, limits wise. Sure. <laughs> Actually, no, 350 in a year would be fucking rough. It's <laughs> a <laughs> be tiny knife. You use cold steel. Uh, does every knife begin with, like, in the fire? How does, how does that... Um, so I do, do you, uh, like, material it? removal with grinding and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I'll take a big piece of steel, order it in a couple foot long sections and I have some forms and sort of like certain like design correlations like little harmonies and little things that make sense in the style that I like to create the profile and I do them all with like uh kind of my sharpies and angle grinder for some rough cuts and then I move to my grinder um for actual um you know, to, to shape it and refine it and get it good. And I'll take, I use French curves to like kind of, you know, do things. I, I, I use the, the geometry of my tools, like the circumference of certain grinding wheels to create and establish certain areas for the palm swell of the handle, how I like to contour things. Yeah. And just, there's, there's like certain sort of measurements, like picking a, a, a middle point. I don't know. Like, so that's what I'll do, and I'll create all the, the things, and they kind of, like, sometimes... They, they're always different. They're always changing, and, and that's what's cool about it, and I don't think um, anybody really has a problem with that, and that's one of the things a lot of people do when they go production. They want to get things optimized, and, like, having those profiles cut out is the first thing that makes sense, but at the same time, I just feel that it can stop you from developing as a real like uh like artists you know like uh to just every time you gotta did you do as good as the last time to just like constant fundamentals and discipline make sure you have it but the first thing i also <laughs> the other consider is like yo here's a really good fucking way to save 35 hours now let's say to myself okay 35 hours let's call that three knives you know let's think about that okay huh you know, like that's the, just the sort of shit to think about. Yeah. But, um, I think uh, I'm gonna try and exist in a in a larger volume inventory based, uh, you know, situation. And if I can, that's the way to go because I mean that's also gonna mean that I can work for truly, truly, truly myself, you know, like not for customers or, or, or clients or anything like that, which is yeah. super cool and important and is my bread and butter, but it's going to allow me to just like try whatever the fuck I want. And, yeah. Let's you know, talk about that a little bit. Cause I was, you mentioned it when we, when I first walked up and you were like, you another beer? yeah, let's have another beer, man. Here, hold on a second. I got a trick. Beautiful. Uh, sorry. No, you're good, man. Thanks for beer, dude. You're welcome. Got to grease the wheels. I got it from my buddy. Uh, he was playing 
at a softball game, and some guy had like two or three cases of this fat tire, and uh-huh. I was like, I gotta get rid of it for work or something. And Hell yeah, man! I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> fucking twist my arm, yeah. free beer. I'll do that. Um, tell me what it means whenever, uh, whenever you you say like getting rid of your your clients, like individual clients. Are you t- talking about like selling to like a store or like selling to? No, 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 definitely not. Cause like I, 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 I something that is incredibly important to me is my customers. Okay. Here. <laughs> All right. Um, was... But it's actually uh, like, I want to be accessible, but what I'd really like to do is work on a situation where I can observe because I want to consider myself a businessman, but I also want to be a knife maker, you know, and that's a sort of uh, fun like duality of both things, you know, but I want to, you know, I can know that uh, I do sell a lot of kitchen knives and I do make a lot of kitchen knives and I do enjoy making a lot of kitchen knives and I can do that. But also there's several other things of some like scissor prototypes and straight razors that I do make and folding things. And there's other designs, lots of areas I want to branch out to. And, you know, it's kind of my custom orders help me pace out and secure my, my runway essentially, you know? Yeah. And what the inventory would allow me to do is to try new things, get better. So if I'm, you know, at threshold by myself, I can do between about 15, give or take five knives a month, you know? And that's the best give or take five. And that's such a, like, but that's such a, a, a big number. And it certainly is, but like a 10 inch kitchen knife, um, with the, hand sanding and the pulling and everything that I want to do, you know, the, I say pulling, I'm talking about like a polishing at a a high grit, but just like literally pulling the thing hundreds of thousands of times just to get the look. Really? You know, damn. like, like, I mean, but if you're, if you can waste a lot of time at a high grit, skipping shit saying like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to do 20 minutes on each thing. I'm going to get it done quick. I'm going to get it done quick. And so whenever anybody asks me like, how long I'm just like just 30 minutes on that side like just just do it for 30 minutes like and then flip it over and so about an hour per grit to move up and uh-huh. it's uh that's the thing is the hard thing is like you get bottlenecked in a situation and you're looking at hundreds of hours of hand sanding <laughs> for what and then you're like you know to make a better knife to make a more handsome knife to yeah. make a better product to do all this shit and you're like well, I'm on the general upward trend of progression, not committed to progression, just committed to the trend of progression, you know, or like, you know, it's different. Yeah, it's yeah. all relative, man. Yeah, yeah it depends, yeah. On, uh, depends on your... So that's, that's one of the things where, like I said, I've optimized or I've observed my process enough to know that, like, I'm not going to fucking do that, but this motherfucker <laughs> is. And yeah. that's that in a nutshell. But I need to create a situation where anybody who's going to help me out is handsomely rewarded that's just important to me i've worked for shitty people and if i can afford to pay like i I love the idea of somebody who could not otherwise comfortably upgrade their their living put a kid through college buy like whatever maybe they don't want to have like just buy a fucking car i personally want to like rip a fucking wheelie on a dirt bike in chile or some shit like you know that's what i'm working for in life you know that's where i'm going so (laughs) That's a, uh, I want to create a, a attainable, but like a better lifestyle. Just, and like literally with that, not like model, but just like it, if you can make nine knives this week and, you know, like I'll sell them if we can sell them, you know, like, there you go. There's your 
there's your fucking, I mean, who, who knows, you know, but I think we were talking about like the size of knives, like, <laughs> like a 10 inch knife just takes way the fuck longer than a, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I may compliment your work, uh, also dude, um, there's some beautiful stuff on your Instagram that I saw. Thank um, you. I just went through Thank and like you. skimmed. I, I looked whenever I was first introduced to you. Um, uh, and uh, I looked again this morning, and I was just like, God, man, just the handles are beautiful. Like, it's more the knife, um, like, perfecting a blade. You've got some beautiful, like, uh, like wood dyes, um, unless it's just, like, some tremendous filter that I... Uh, no, no, <laughs> there's all with. sorts of... It's, it's um, really cool. There's some leather work in there, too. That like <laughs> There's, like, sheaths that... Are, or do you do the leather I work? I do. I do the leather work, and it's funny. I hate doing the leather work. It's so funny... <laughs> I think the reason I hate the leather work is because it's so easy, mm-hmm. but like all things, to be good at it is not easy. You can, uh, you can get very desirable results very quick. Lee? Quickly? Quickly? Quick, quickish? <laughs> quicker? My, quicker rando? Here, Kara would be like, quickly? Is she a good one of those grammar like people like just uh, to me? Yeah, (laughs) not not to the general public, just to me. (laughs) Only the people she really likes. (laughs) I just had a leather maker on the podcast like right before you. Uh, I should put you in contact with her. She's really she does some really good stuff. Um, Uh, I love if you want to outsource ever. Like I uh, do. Tired of making sheets. It's tough. the idea of, of outsourcing, but it's kind of like, well, how much they really, you know, uh, I don't have $40 to pay somebody appropriately. You That's know? true. Like, yeah. It'd be like, if she was like, hey, I got these nice sheaths, but I just need like a dope knife to put in it and uh, just like fire it out for like 30 bucks. So, you know, like, yeah, it's not, I mean. Or maybe you guys could come together on a, I don't know. I, no, I like, um, I, 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 like I said, uh, I would like to. Uh, meet this person because I want to branch out into soft goods and stuff also I'm not just talking about or my my hope isn't just for like just for knife making but for um you know to to create a a situation where I wouldn't hate to say it's like a lifestyle brand you know like I hate seeing pictures of like people who don't really do those things in those situations and because you're like you don't really fucking do that but here you are fucking doing that and here i am like sitting at my fucking office computer just (laughs) not having fun uh that's funny um can i uh maybe get a little bit deep while you were talking about i thought that was kind of interesting when you were like i wasn't allowed to have knives as a kid my mom wouldn't let me have them um do you think that uh, like you surround yourself by knives now because you didn't have that luxury like as a as a kiddo? No, I surround or... myself by knives because I'm a fucking knife maker. <laughs> Such an easy answer. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, amazing. no, no. Uh, I love it. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, my mom had always just said like, when you're on your own, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, okay, and, you cool. Know, that's and like, now you're that's, doing it. Well. I've, you know, it's just like, there's not, not, I mean, the things that they didn't want me to, not, they didn't want me to do, but they just felt that. And I think that's incredibly fair. If I need someone to pay my bills, I should be dependent, you know, yeah. as if I'm a dependent, I should be, and I don't have to say like submissive, but like, you know, subordinate for sure. sure. For absolutely. Because that's the thing. And, but if I want to go out on my own, if I want to do my thing, if I want to be 
like a wild beast, that's cool. But then like, you know, like, you know, if you're a, a wild, like a, 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 a fucking wolf versus a, a dog, you know, like, you know, Chappie knows he's going to eat every day yeah. after breakfast, for breakfast and dinner. But he also knows like, he can't like, you know, he has to do it on our terms. Yeah. A wolf you can do free range, whatever it wants. Absolutely, and, But man. then, you know, like, it doesn't eat, it doesn't eat. Yeah, there's and a consequence to that. I, like, you're I've, not gonna... I've always maybe, like, I just think that's uh, that's better, you know? Like, you're gonna die anyway. You're yeah. not going to bring any of your money or your family with you when you die. You I... are most likely, unless you just did it, you're gonna shit yourself. So your, <laughs> your closest yeah. loved one is going to find you. <laughs> Shat to death, and <laughs> there's it. like you know you'll never forget that smell. I mean, I've never never had this happen, but I'm just I'm speculating. I'm saying, yeah. and that's it. If you died and, of dysentery, and, and then... it's just money, you know. Like so, this is like I have a friend who pays uh, a nanny probably like more than I've made knife making yeah. yet, and I was yeah. almost like, whoa, you know, like. This is just crazy. Like, he doesn't need... I mean, it's just like, wow. Like, it's they're right. Like, different worlds we live in, but it's it, just, you know... It goes back to that whole, like, uh, they own that nanny, though. Like, the, it goes back to that free wolf, uh, as opposed to your, your, your pup in there that's like, yeah, I'm going to get breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get dinner. Guaranteed. I just have to kind of do what uh, what the owner says, yeah, what, what my person like, says. Nap and get belly rubs. You know, <laughs> super belly, yeah. It's not that bad of a lifestyle. Not I get back at belly rubs. Uh, I, I get so. walks. Um, but um, yeah, the, the lone wolf just does whatever the fuck he wants. Like, yeah, I'm going to bite that rabbit. I'm going to climb that tree. I'm going to scratch the fucking whatever the fuck I want to scratch. They're usually just running around more accurate. Like, fuck, I'm so hungry. Yeah, yeah. They're usually, I got to fight Spend their day just looking for uh, just a meal. I just well, want a fucking it's, meal. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I think I can do and make happen with this, but also... Um, there's a lot of stress that I don't have to deal with. Like, you know, I don't have any problems with a boss. I don't feel like I'm not being utilized. There's all yeah. like, a lot of people. And that's the shit is what I'm saying is like, you're vindicated in your work. Like you, 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 you can get out there and, and swing a hammer, uh, hypothetically speaking. Um, or, or, but you don't have to conform to like, I gotta wear a suit. I gotta shower up, shave down. Fucking yeah, and, uh, and the shoes if, on. If people the belt like that uniform. and they enjoy that. That's that's also cool. I just like, yeah, teaches them. Yeah. Well, there's it's more more opportunity for me to be a knife maker if they <laughs> are building Excel spreadsheets, right? At, right? Uh, right? <laughs> and also, like you know. Uh, like knife makers don't really buy a lot of. Actually, that's a lie. They all uh, knife makers buy knife makers stuff the most. Yeah, probably I'd say. I'm like, sure. The, the, yeah. What's your clientele look like? Who's who's buying your stuff? Oh, uh, I don't know. A lot of people from like Canada. Really? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Canadian clientele. Yeah, uh, Fair I, enough. I built my whole. Hey, that's rad. Everything man. off of um, Instagram, and I made a. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, I, dude, I reached out to you on Instagram. Like, I, that's how. Well, I, it's been a neat platform because, like you said, you were able to go. Like, it's a uh, visually, you know, con- yeah. the visual content. That's what I've always been doing, and, and part of the, like, the feed and the story, mm-hmm. it is to show busy, to show progress, but to do it, it's cool. 
to present something to somebody and I'd want them to be, I'd want the impression to be of, of some, you know, like I, 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 there's a lot of things you can control. Yeah. Uh, like a brightness filter on Instagram <laughs> and you can't control the fact that like you really tried to like shoot from the hip and, and hit the bullseye, but and then like make a knife, but you just made like a really raw looking thing that yeah. resembled a knife. And so <laughs> in the beginning, what I would do was just like, post a lot of pictures so people would see like, wow, he's like working on a lot of shit. And so that would kind of be like forgiven if my knife sucked about. Little do they know it's a kitchen knife that you made four years ago. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I I really did. um, I'm just kidding. I hit it pretty hard from the very, very beginning because I needed to get better. I needed to, there's a lot of different ways. This is what the whole past year has been about. There's a lot of different ways to um, run a business, you know, like, Cars, just like perfect, perfect example. You have brand new cars. You have Kia to Mercedes production things. And then how does, how does like a Toyota Corolla for $30,000, I don't know, maybe it's a car. I don't know. How does a $30,000 car compare to like a $30,000 on like a 67 Chevelle? You know, like, wow, you could really make that shit like work. And they're totally different. Um, the place that makes and manufactures and services the Camry versus the place that does the other thing. You know, it's different levels and styles all into themselves. And so yeah, you have to learn how to keep your head above water, uh, how to be profitable. And it's like a really good analogy too, is like you want to tread water, you can tread, get up as much as you can. You're going to sink because physically the water resistance and your physical abilities are going are, are such a factor that like you know you're just changing the flow of things so, yeah um th- that's kind of like where's the best way to you know like go and and what's the best way to get that done and i've kind of realized that i pretty much just have one speed and it's not like i just go all the time i just like it's on or it's off it, and and i and both are fine and that's really <clears throat> super important to remember and like if anything is like my message would be chill but like (laughs) it's actually like chill because like you you earned the right to you know there's not a for example there's not a there's nowhere to sit in my shop and there never has been absolutely i've got a super cool couch and we've got this new ottoman you can like chill so (laughs) many ways and if you need to you can and you do yeah but you earn um, that chill though well it's it's uh not like you got to earn it, but you know, like, uh, for sure, like it's, it's a very, there's nothing bothering you about that because like, you're like, okay, well I'm done for the day. And then you can measure like, well, am I done for the day or am I done for right now? Like, yeah. And then, you know, cause I'll do some, some days too. Like you asked me if I cut myself and I made a joke about like three times cutting myself. That actually is my <laughs> policy that if I cut myself three times, I gotta be done. I'm just done. Oh, because, fair enough. Yeah. You know, um, just to kind now, of like I was saying, I, I grind spots on my knuckles and shit like that. They don't really, really count. They kind of do count if I get three or four of them just because then I have an open wound and metal in the air and all this shit. And sure. like, it just, uh, you gotta be smart. You know, obviously, rule number one is like however many fingers you started the day with, you have to, that's your, that's your responsibility. If nothing else, that's what you got to do is keep them back yeah. home. You know, yeah. like, you got 10, by the way, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get hats off to you, man. <laughs> well, I've had some cuts. Yeah. Some good ones. I don't really feel much in some of them, but you know, it's cool for like grilling too. Cause like I'm just used to, 
this, you know, I, I like to I have to maintain the temperature of the steel. I like to dunk it in water very close to where I'm grinding. Yeah. But um, it gets hot. You have to hold it when it gets hot. You get burns. You get blisters. You get calluses. Sure. But yeah. Um, I mean, it's all part of the process. I personally think it's like it's cool to have. It's this funny idea that like the better my knives get, the more fucked up my hands get. And so <laughs> yeah, like at some point in time, like I'll create a golden flying knife and I'll just have like this like arthritic like ball just knuckled up so hard it becomes a black hole, you know, and that's the end of the world. <laughs> that's amazing. If I have my way at least. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Uh super insightful, man. That's uh you did amazing, by the way. Uh this is the part of the show where I kinda step away um and if you have anything you want to plug or if you have any questions for me uh if you want to tell people where to find you uh if you have a public service announcement of like don't be shitty to don't go and buy i don't know knife sets at uh, kohl's like contact your local artist or um something like that that you want to to get out in the ether i just hate to end a podcast when Ever my guest is like, ah, oh, I wish we would have went over this. No, that's, uh, if anything, you know, uh, there's like, if I could like, like the only plug or two thing, you know, two things would be like, yeah, you can do it. It's really fucking simple. You just don't quit. You just got to do it. If, you know, there's, there's a lot of things in the way of where you want to go. Acknowledging them is very responsible ignoring them is kind of also very responsible because you will be complicating things by not simplifying things and that's a really dumb way but like you just no. have because it's very very simple yeah Look, this is exactly exactly what i'm talking about i i, I wrote down i want to be a knife maker okay so it's like i that's was that ego. So you gotta just get rid of that right off the bat, you know, and then want that's desire. And then there's like, like to be a knife maker. And then like to be, to be is basically saying like, I'm gonna do it. So just two's not necessary. Cause that's, that's again, ego, I think. And just be a knife maker. And that's literally a bit of a mantra that I've, I've applied to a lot of stuff. When, when I, didn't have the necessary tools to finish a job, but I could finish the job if I could build the people, get the tools, you know, like a lot of back, if I'm billing someone, I'm bullshitting someone. And it's, I hate it, but I always deliver, you know, and that's yeah. like, but it's like I said, I worked really hard to get to a point where I'm just a second behind stuff. And that's the most proactive I can be is to be reactive. And you gotta, yeah, you know, appreciate that. But to my point is, just don't complicate it. Like, what is it? And it's super simple, you know? Uh, the old advertising thing is like you're making a billboard. Is someone going by at 70 miles an hour has five seconds or less to read your message, and so it's got to be one quick thought, nothing complex, five words or less. You know, just be a knife maker. Get it done. What do knife makers do in this situation? Do they say... Well, it was a good run, and I really impressed everybody, but it's time to get a real job. No, they finished the thing because there's no one knife that I've made or know how to make or can even conceive making that's going to last my whole life. So no matter what, I have to make another knife anyway, you know? Yeah. And that's just kind of what I'd like to say about that. But then also my other thing would just be like, 
the the idea of of supporting local is really really cool but you know support uh, uh, it's great to buy stuff but the thing that you can do is like you can you stop say hi talk to people um let people know you're doing it and, and tell other people about it because there's like, you know, there's nothing I've decided that I want to make very high end, highly functional, highly beautiful stuff. I liken it to like, a, a you know, this is being like an asshole, but it's like a Mercedes. <laughs> and if you can't afford a Mercedes, cause Mercedes, I used to work for them doing graphic design for, yeah. you know, and they literally like, they're not here to service everyone. They're here to service you who are buying a Mercedes right now and you deserve it. And you are the best person and you should pay just a little bit. They're saying like that's, but that's uh, it's a beautiful thing. I don't want to sell my stuff to people whose life you can just purchase right up off the rack and have and take home, you know? Yeah. Um, And the direct, like, you know, uh, analogy would just be the, uh, when you're surface sanding a knife, it starts out rough. It gets rubbed until it's finer, you know, like, mm-hmm. and the knife is now finer than anything that's rubbed against it. And it has a mirror finish, a beautiful finish, whatever you want. But what I'm saying about the sort of uh, supporting local, it just means that like you can be a part of it. People might not want to. And let's like, one of the things I'm learning in a growing pain is all of my really good friends, all of my really good customers they bought like four or five knives in the past year because they want to help me get started and they do want to come on the journey with me, but they're just like, they're not like, they're like, they got to work for themselves too. You know, like they're not here (laughs) to finance my dream. They're here to just be finance my dream, get a good knife, be my friend. They are my, you know, there's all that stuff. Yeah. There's so much, um, just by, networking and talking to people and about stuff and that's a cool thing too is like people have their ear to the ground about other people that are starting up other things and it's it's a really cool situation and culture to be a part of and then that's also like we need more people obviously you don't need a lot more high-end knife makers in the austin area because that would just suck for you know (laughs) all the existing high-end knife makers but um (laughs) Uh, that's there's a few, which is actually really cool. And that is cool. Been incredibly helpful. Yeah, but, yeah, um, that's awesome. I love that camaraderie, man. Love it. Um, and then, of course, last but not least, we always um, end the show with a poop story. Um, <laughs> so, if you, oh, sorry, if you weren't, I don't know if you were. You, were you done rapping? No, that's fine. Yeah. Is that the point? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate ending a show too early. I'd rather go too long than too end it too quickly. Um, uh, have you ever pooped your pants? We always end with like a, a lighthearted, I pooped my pants one time in the fourth grade and then whatever. Or have you ever farted and sharted instead or thought it was a... Yes. <laughs> yes, actually. No, I'll, take us, I'll take us home on this one. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fix this popper screen. Just fix that, fix that sucker, man. <clears throat> it was... I'm 33 now. It was 19... 19- 99 it's like january is february or whatever i was snowboarding i mean there's a, there's a we're not even here yet went out snowboarding in uh like kind of a slushy mix in the rain with my buddies on a friday night and i got sick and i got like actually 
really sick. Like I got a fever for like, I had two separate incidents where I was running at like 103, 104 <laughs> for several days. Like the, on this to, trip, did you get sick on the No, trip? no, this was just like in New Jersey where I grew up. This was like a Friday night thing. And so uh, one of the one of the fevers was actually on a Vermont trip where it was like the night before, and I'm like, I'll be fine, you know, like whatever. So I'll be fine. I'm, when I'm I, I basically at the end of this like two and a half or three week long thing of like running all these crazy fevers, my family was finally like, okay, he doesn't need to go to the hospital because they're basically <laughs> like people like putting me on ice and being like, we got to like it's this is like he's no gonna, shit, like, you're that sick. Yeah, they're like he's gonna like cook his brain or something like that. So whatever. <laughs> um, so when it finally, like my mom went back to work and my dad went back to, every, I mean, like, you know, it was good. Everyone was like, it, it was all good. And I was like 14 and I'm old enough to like take care of myself. And I just remember like watching TV and I just like, I finally, like, I just had this nasty fart in my stomach and I was like, <laughs> oh, like if I, this would be my first, like, you know, and you're just like, I'm going to drill this. I'm going to send this home and I'm going to feel like a boss. <laughs> you, you pointed at the top of the stands like Babe Ruth, like yeah. I'm sending this one out there. Yeah. No, this was like, this was like, this was going to be me. Like this was going to be a green cloud and I'd just be ready to roll. It's going to be a red you know? stimpy fart. Yeah. And I remember I just like, boom. And it was like, a, it's like a scene from Carrie or something. Just like, <laughs> Just everything. The pig's blood. Yeah, and I was still running a fever too at this. And mind you, I was like, like, oh no, everyone's going to be so upset. Like, oh shit. So I like, I was washing the sheets like in the kitchen sink. And then just like, I just, yeah, just like, oh man. I'm pretty much to this day, I won't slip one. I won't let a single fart fly without like. Stopping, adjusting, yeah, monitor, you know, lift like, the cheek, yeah, let one uh, slide. Yeah, a whole book on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Amazing. Um, you crushed it, man. Nice work. Uh, that's it for us. Play us out, shitty ukulele. Oh, I turned the volume off. Damn it! I can't even run my own show. That was awesome, man. You did really good. How do you feel? Pretty good. <laughs>